You were listening to the After Party. After show, not at the party. I'm Brock Valasini. Welcome back to another episode of the After Party. Let's go. Today, I wanted to talk about the addiction I have to my phone, which is like a standard thing to talk about, but, and I feel like everyone talks about that, like, oh, I'm addicted to my phone, I'm quirky, whatever. Although, today, I wanted to talk about how recently I have been so purely addicted to laying in bed and obsessively scrolling through my phone that it's been insane. Now, I did want to make this into a full-length episode of a podcast episode, And I did try to, but it just didn't feel right. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. But alas, (laughs) thanks to Flex Mommy for that word. Flex Mommy's podcast with Frooms, Flex and Frooms. Love it. And I've been obsessed with saying alas. (laughs) I don't know. I just think it's funny. Actually, speaking of, I won tickets to go to the Flex and Frooms live podcast recording event last week. Now listen to this one, okay? And I was really excited. I entered it. I was like, yeah, I'm like 100% going to win tickets for this. Like I'm going to be going. So no stress. See them then. And I was actually excited for it. And then I get a message and it was like, you've won tickets. And I was like, all right, awesome. Cool. Confirmed my, like I RSVP'd to go. And then I realized that on the Instagram promo that they had posted for it, it said 18 plus event. So I messaged Cater, the radio station that runs Flex and Rooms and produces the podcast. And they were like, Hmm, actually, sorry, because you're under 18, you can't come. You can't even come with someone that's over 18, but we can send you a merch pack. And I was just like, oh, whatever. And I was actually really excited too. It was on Monday. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm just annoyed. And it actually, it looks so fucking fun. Uh, but of course, alas, Brock cannot go. With that being said, that brings me to my next point, which is, What I wanted to talk about before I get into the stuff about being addicted to my phone. Last Tuesday, I think it was last Tuesday or last Monday, I believe, I was invited by Millie Bannister, who is the founder of All Kind. If you don't know, I work with All Kind for their social media, to produce content for their social media platforms, and I manage all that for them. I was invited to go to the All Kind office, which is the Commons in Sydney. If you aren't too familiar with what the Commons is, the Commons is basically a huge office, right? I think there's like a couple different offices around Sydney. There's one on George Street, one in Surrey Hills, and one in Chippendale. I've been to the Chippendale and Surrey Hills one. It's basically just a building and a bunch of companies just hire it. It's like, it's like a massive office with different companies that rent out offices or your company can like just hire the commons to work in like their common areas. So there'll be like lunch areas you can work in or just like actual workstation areas that you can work in instead of having like a full dedicated office. It's pretty cool. It's pretty sick because when you go in there, there's so many different people there from different companies and there's just so much like networking and connecting that you can do, which is absolutely loved it. But I was invited by Millie from All Kind to do a panel on behalf of all kind for the commons lunch and learn series that they do. It's basically like they run sessions with, they they run sessions within the commons. So they usually do it in like the lunch area and they'll have like people come in or people from different companies run a lunch session where 
they'll get like a host and then a couple of guests and stuff to come up and talk about things and there'll be like people watching, listening in, having their lunch and whatever and then they order like lunch for everyone to have. Super cool, super fun, super fresh, awesome concept, right? So I was asked to be a guest on a panel called Social Media and Mental Health. So we'll basically, the whole thing was to talk about like how I use social media, like what my boundaries with social media are and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, we spoke about that. Also before, here's the thing, that was at the Chippendale office. I've been to the Surrey Hills office, but this was my first time at the Chippendale office. And let me tell you, the parking situation was a fucking mess. So when I got there, I tried to park, couldn't parallel park, shit myself. Then I seen one of the parking ranges and then I second guessed myself and I was like, oh my God, I can't park here. Like if I park here, it's literally going to like tow my car right now. And I was like freaking out. Then the guy left and then I tried to like go around the block. Anyway, didn't end up going around the block, ended up going all the way down past around UTS, then back and then all the way nearly onto the fucking Anzac bridge, complete opposite area to what I was meant to be in. Or because I wanted to just quickly wrap around and come back to try and get a parking spot. That didn't work. Came back, finally. Got back like 10 minutes later. And I found a parking spot that was just one I could forward, like forward, forward drive into. I don't, like just drive into it basically. There was no car behind, so I could just drive straight in behind the car in front. Which is perfect. But then even then, I was second guessing myself. I was like, oh my god, I can't park here. But I took photos of the signs. I didn't get fined. Everything's good, everything's fun, everything's fresh. Although that parking situation, oh, so stressful. Never gone through something so stressful in my life. And on top of being anxious about just like speaking in front of people, I don't hate speaking in front of people. That's the thing. But it was just, I was anxious because I was like, I'm the only, I'm a 17 year old that's going to walk into this building and I'm a guest on a panel in front of like a bunch of 25 year olds. I'm going to feel judged as fuck. So I already felt anxious about that. But then the parking situation just made me even more anxious. And then I got in there and I was a mess. So that was great. Then we were doing the panel and we're talking about things. And one of the questions was, how do you limit yourself from social media? And like, what are the boundaries that you put in place to create a healthy relationship with social media or whatever, right? That's when it hit me. I was trying to think on the spot and I was like, "Uh, here's the thing. I don't have any boundaries when it comes to social media. Most of my work I do that I get paid for is social media. If it's not social media, then it's being on my phone or computer in some capacity, editing a video, creating something, planning stuff out, then that being used to put on social media. Everything I do comes back to social media. Then on top of that, creating my own personal content for my social media or for my podcast, which for example, a podcast is more of a mainstream traditional form of media because it's like not necessarily social media. It's more of a content platform. So it's say like Netflix, right? It's like Netflix. I mean, I could compare it to YouTube, but the difference between having a podcast and a YouTube channel is, is a YouTube channel is solely built up from likes, comments, subscribers, views. Podcasts, are literally just built up from reviews and listeners. But the only thing that's public out of those the only thing that's public out of those two things is reviews. So podcast is fine. That's a bit of an escape from social media. But then even with that, posting social media clips to promote the episodes. And then on top of that is just the general use of social media as you have 
and use and do as a teen, as any other human being, because our literal life is centered around social media and technology. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, I was like, because everything in my life revolves around social media, which I'm not mad about, like it's not an unfortunate thing. I'm fortunate about that because that's what I wanted. Although it does make it a lot harder to have a strong balance between things, if that makes sense. I wish that I could be a person that spends like one hour a day on social media, but because it is at the core of everything I'm doing, the amount of time I spend on it, just scrolling for just like, as everyone else does, is a part of what I do with everything else. You know, I log into my podcast Instagram account. I scroll through there and interact with things. I go into one of my work accounts, scroll through there, interact with things, post stuff. So it's like on top of all my own stuff and scrolling through different channels and different content, I have to switch accounts to scroll through that content and I get even more addicted. So here's the thing. Here's here's the point I'm getting at. My dopamine for social media, my dopamine levels have been solely reliant on social media these days, which like I can't blame myself for that because dopamine has been made so accessible to us. I can pick up my phone right now, go on here, find, go on my TikTok and look at my recent likes, comments, whatever. And there's going to be, you know, at least 10 notifications from TikTok to give me some sort of level of dopamine. Same with Instagram. You go there, dopamine levels. Then we move over to just messaging and exchanges, exchanging communication with somebody. We have Snapchat. The thing, my thing is with Snapchat, I think I prefer it as a social media platform to message on, but they have made the app to be addicting because before you can even see what somebody's messaged you, you have to open the chat. They don't send you a notification saying such and such said this, 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 and this, like Instagram does. Instagram will send you their username with then what their message is. No, Snapchat literally just says, this person sent you a snap. This person sent a chat, which is fine. I prefer it for that reason because then it's like, I don't know what I'm like. I, I don't procrastinate responding to messages in that matter. Look, the point I'm trying to make is, is that Snapchat in specific is one of the platforms that it's the exchanges of conversations that we're having on Snapchat that make us addicted because we can't see what's being sent. We want to click on it and we want to see who it is, what they're saying. And for that, in return, we get dopamine. There's someone in specific that you're waiting for a message or reply from. You see that instant dopamine like that, like instantly, right? Same with literally every other social media platform. You get a like, you get a comment, you get a, it's a dopamine hit. But then as we get more and more used to that and used to getting all these Snapchat notifications, all these TikTok likes, all these TikTok views, TikTok's going viral, messages, all these kind of things. We get so used to it that we take it for granted and we just want more and more of that. And the moment we're not getting as much as that as we want, that's when we start to get depressed. For example, if you're a TikToker and your, your videos one week getting hundreds of thousands of views and you're popping off and then the next week you're getting 7,000 views on a video at most rather than 300,000. And then for that whole week, you're only getting like 10K, 20K, 15K views. That's still a lot of people. That's the thing. But because you're so used to getting a higher amount, you don't care. 
it's not it's not the hit of dopamine that you want. You want it to be higher. It's the same with messaging on Snapchat. If you are sending, I know people that have like hundreds of people or just like, you know, like 40 people on Snapchat that they haven't read messages from or haven't replied to their snap or whatever. Me personally, I literally message only my friends on Snapchat. That's all. And then I hear people and then these same people that have all these messages that they haven't opened and that they've communicated with, but they're not replied to them when they communicate back. They then post on their story, oh, someone talk, no one talks. And then they'll have like 40 unopened Snapchats, which is has always been a confusing thing to me because I just don't know what the whole point or idea of that is of having so many people to talk to, but as I was saying, when you talk to so many people, you then are just used to so many people communicating with you at once that when, say, all these people stop communicating with you, then you'd probably feel depressed because no one talks to you and you'd like make out like, oh my God, new snaps, no one talks. That's my issue. Because I've had nothing to do with my life recently, I haven't been at school, I haven't been doing anything. I've just been sitting... HSC exams and then all the time in between just feels like a whole bunch of nothingness trying to fill the void with anything but studying and I've really just had nothing to look forward to the only thing I've had to look forward to is me going to Fiji in like two weeks but that's like a holiday and that's after all of the stuff right now HSC exams all that bullshit right so I've had nothing to do but I've had a lot to do I've had studying to do, which I haven't done. I've procrastinated all of it, left it to the last minute, then decided to just not do it. I've had work to do. I've done it, but it's always been like just for the sake of doing it. It hasn't been because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm excited to be productive and get this done. And then on top of that, just posting on my own socials, making TikToks, making content, dropping new podcast episodes, all that stuff. All of that is fun to me, but because I have nothing to do else in my life, like going out with my friends doing things with my friends. They all work like most days during the day. I work from home. So the difference for me is I have to find my dopamine from somewhere else in exchange for the dopamine that I'd usually be receiving from everyday interactions like hanging out with my friends, seeing my friends, going out and socializing, doing things, making myself feel good. I can go to the gym, sure, but even then it's just it's just too much effort in my opinion. Although I do feel better afterwards. And I probably should do that. But going from being at school every single day and socializing and hanging out with my friends to now doing nothing with my life every single day, it's a big jump between, it's a, like it's a big shift between that and then suddenly having nothing to do every single day for like six weeks straight. I've just been laying on my phone and I've been relying solely on my phone for dopamine. And as I was saying before, because it is so accessible to us to get dopamine from our phone, it's the preferred source. I can lay in bed on my phone, get a hit of dopamine instead of having to get up, get ready, go out, see my friends. You see the difference here? One uses a lot of energy. The other doesn't. So laying in bed, which is meant to be a healthy habit, laying in bed, sleeping, it's meant to be good for you. Yeah. But me laying in bed excessively and overdoing it on my phone to get dopamine from scrolling through social media and constantly looking for the content I think is going to like satisfy me or make me feel good or a notification coming through that I feel like is going to 
make me feel good. I don't know, whatever it is, something that's just going to give me a hit of dopamine, constantly waiting for that, but being in bed or just lazing around, not having to do anything in exchange for that, except scrolling through my phone, it is addicting. And I have been doing it so excessively that it's unhealthy. And I've been like laying in bed anxiously, like I'll be tapping my foot or something or, you know, just like twiddling my thumbs, anxious, anxiety, not feeling good. And I would just keep scrolling through TikTok excessively, looking for something, feeling like I'm looking for something that's going to satisfy me. And like the one video where I'm going to watch it and then I'm going to be like, ah, that's what I was looking for this whole time. Now I can log off TikTok. But it's like it never shows itself. It never comes through. I never find that piece of content to satisfy myself, to be able to close the app. I've become more self-aware of my social media usage and I've kind of implemented some boundaries as to where I stand with using social media. So last week, my I'm actually going to do this in live time because I don't know what it is, what my screen time could be. But last week when I checked, my screen time was 11 hours and five minutes per day, which is fucking insane. That's literally half a day. I don't have any justification for that. Okay. Today it's been six hours and 55 minutes. And then yesterday it was, oh, nope. Yesterday was 11 hours and one minute. We won't talk about that. Oh, actually though, that was two hours on YouTube, but that was two hours on YouTube because when I go to sleep every night. I play ASMR videos or like meditation videos and they just play for like hours on end. So technically that should be like nine hours. Okay. In, in all fairness. Okay. I think I'm going to say my screen time has gone down to about eight hours average, which is decent. I wouldn't say it's terrible or horrible. It is what it is, but we're slowly, but surely. Wow. Wow. Slowly, but surely getting there and making a difference with my social media usage habits. My advice for anybody who is addicted to social media right now, look, in reality, I think not using social media in general is just a healthier habit to have. Last year, I actually limited myself every single day. So when I woke up, I wasn't allowed to go on social media. Instead, I would swap that out for meditating or doing a workout or something, which worked great. And I felt so much better about myself doing that. I would like to do that again. And it's such a simple thing to do, but it's just such a habit to pick up my phone and look at it and just go through all my notifications. Even if you're going to go on social media, go to the gym and scroll through social media while you're at the gym. That's what I do. I think that's a great way to kind of like ease out of the usage of it because as I'm there, I kind of get sick of scrolling through it. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't need to be at the gym on my phone. I'm here to feel good. I'm here to do good for myself. And I don't need to be going through this. But yeah, so I'm going to wrap that up there. I will see you guys in the next episode of The After Party. Make sure to stick around to next Friday. Make sure to leave a review.